You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that thing. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm J.B. Wagner. And on today's episode, quack, 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 go Ducks! We review the Mighty Ducks. But first, Eddie... Before we quack our way out of this podcast and out of this space, Eddie, tell me, how's the family doing? Uh, we are doing good. We're on the men's. Everybody's, uh, you know, getting back there, you know, almost back to 100%. We had a, a fun time at dinner tonight. I was going to ask you about uh, uh, when a two-year-old refuses to eat. Ooh. Uh, how, how much negotiating, you know, do you and you you embark upon there? Because we had quite the fun escapade here this evening and and Lewis not wanting to eat. Oh, man, I it's really I should be a more consistent father should have like this is the rule. This is I'm sure this is how Ed would have done it. This is the rules. You're not 15 minutes early. You're late. But I. Uh, it kind of depends on the day for me. I try to be consistent, sure. but it depends on the day for me. So we had just this epic one where we all, you know, we sit down for dinner um, and we've been so sick and out of sorts. Like, you know, we've kind of lost that rhythm a routine, little bit. Yeah. We're trying. Yeah, we're trying to put that routine back in. And um, as soon as we sit down, Sarah looks over at me and she's like, you know, he had Chick-fil-A at like two o'clock. Oh, like, no. So this isn't going to go well, is it? And she's like, mm, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Lewis, all you need to do. And we had cut up, you know, his chicken and stuff. And we're like, you just need to take one bite of chicken. Oh, the right. one bite. That's, That's all you need. actually harder just, sometimes. Just a little bit of protein. We even like took all other chicken off the plate so he can see this is all that I have to do. No, no, it's not. It's not that easy it's for you aspiring easy. parents out there. It sounds easy. It is not, not easy. <laughs> my my favorite moment is after, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Who knows? You just lose track of time in these things of negotiating everything. I put the chicken on the end of his fork and I just hold it out there and it's just like, just take the bite just open your mouth and i will right. put it and, in there and, for you i will chew it for you <laughs> right right and i mean we you know you don't try and force feed or anything like that you just but you 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 are persistent and uh and it was so funny because he's crying and he's being all emotional mm-hmm. and dramatic about mm-hmm. everything so i'm sitting there holding the fork out with a piece of chicken and he with tears i wish i could i if He's like, huh, 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 and slowly crying, mouth open. We're just like, leans in, <laughs> bites the chicken, and then Acting like, like they're gonna die from and yeah, just gagging poisoning, himself. and I'm poisoning him. Then he proceeds to like crying and like barely chewing it. Like the less I chew, the worse this is. And then decides halfway through, oh. I let in. I shouldn't have done that. 
And so now he has chewed chicken in his mouth and he doesn't want to go any further. And we're like, this nobody, you, you have to swallow. We spent another 10, 15 minutes with, food with in the his chewed mouth. up chicken in his mouth, yes. trying to convince him just to swallow. I mean, we're throwing you can have a toy. You can watch some Mickey Mouse. You can. We will let you do whatever you want. You just have to finish this bite of chicken. Uh, I thought I was alone then, in this tactic. <laughs> no. And so ultimately it ended and I went and got him a sippy cup with a lid. Right. Because I know that trick. If it doesn't have a lid, we can just oop it washed back into the cup. And now we don't know what to do. So you put the little you put the lid on it and he's, you know, Oh, it was, but it was so hard because you just want to laugh, right? It's just yep. comical, but you're like, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. He'll break. He'll don't see. Don't let your them weakness. in. Don't let them see. So he ate the bite of chicken. That's good. Um, and it 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 was just fine. He's still alive. You know, it didn't poison him. Almost. But it we've almost. learned, like, if he doesn't eat a little bit of protein, like right before he goes to bed. Um, like he wakes up with like, like super grumpy, a little mm-hmm. bit of like the, uh, he's got it. Yeah. We're just like, okay, got to eat something. I feel you. So that was that I'm glad to know, you know, it's, it is shared. It is, it is so. a shared struggle amongst <laughs> all, all parents. We don't know what it, yes. what's happening with our children when they're doing this. Because the bargain, we have literally weighed it every... It's like, well, you barely have to do anything, and we will give you everything you desire. Just... Nope. Nope. It's not good enough. Not, not going to happen. So, I, yeah, I didn't even make them eat the green beans that were on the plate. Oh, my. Well, what are you going to do? Eddie, it's good news to hear that you got your kid to eat. And I hear that we have some other good news... With Disney Plus coming coming up coming up down the pike around the corner, whatever analogy you want to use. <laughs> great, great attempt at a segue. That was wonderful. It was beautiful. I know, I know. <clears throat> no, there's been uh, a lot of new stuff come out on Disney Plus lately. You know, they are really trying to step up their game. We've not only had the new episodes of Mandalorian, but the new Mickey Mouse short cartoons. I don't know if you guys watch those, but those no, are like haven't. some of those are some of our favorites. Um, they did a series on Disney Channel, just Mickey Mouse shorts, and uh, it's kind of like a new style, really playful and fun. And then Disney Plus took that whole team, and now they're creating a whole new set called The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Um, and it's just kind of fun. Like the art style is very vibrant and expressive. It's kind of zany comedy. They have a lot of cool uh, hidden Disney parks and history references and everything. Um, we just love it. Both both the wonderful world of Disney and the Mickey Mouse shorts. Um, it's pretty cool. They actually uh, just opened a ride at Hollywood Studios in Disney World based around this style of Mickey Mouse because they're like, finally, it's a a Mickey Mouse that is, you know, uh, compelling. You know, he's he's. He's a f- more well-rounded character in these in these cartoons. So, is this the is this the animation that feels like Ren and Stimpy? Everybody keeps making that <laughs> comparison, and I don't agree with it. I don't see it. It's slightly. I it's, hate. It's, it's I hate Ren different. and Stimpy. It, it, it's a lot different. It's I don't like Ren different. and Stimpy. I love this. 
No, when I say it's a lot different, I mean it's it's a it's a departure from the typical Mickey Mouse design. Sure, but that's what's fun about it. It's like I just they play with it and they make it they tell some really fun stories. I'll I'll let you I'll let you have this one. I won't I won't rain on your parade. We You really just, don't like them? Let's just say sometimes they're good, sometimes we're like wide-eyed what? what is going this is kind of a like goofy him first of all you have to admit that goofy whatever they did to him he's like a gross like a like a like a not kind of scary almost like homeless man looking goofy it's weird what it's weird it's you not are great. wrong it's not great you are wrong it we is will have to we'll have phenomenal. to bring in our wives and to help settle the score because well no they're gonna be Sarah's gonna side with me yeah no it's it's, it's just gonna be two against two instead of one against one that should be our poll question for the week <laughs> is, are you scared of Ren and Stimpy Mickey <laughs> no it's not Ren and Stimpy or whatever uh, I love it I think it is so inventive and well now creative. I need to go back and watch it and. Again, and see if I agree or disagree. So I'll have to look this up, but there's like five seasons of the original Mickey Mouse shorts of this style. And then the new Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse just came out. And we have watched all of them multiple times. Well, my son enjoys them. My wife oh, and I yeah. don't, don't really care for them that much. Well, he, he does have better taste than you. We've always done this. <laughs> so another one that just came out, uh, Mulan. It's been out, but now it is it's out for paying Quote customers. unquote free. Yeah, yeah there for, you go. For, for any of you who just had the normal package. On Which there. they told us that. they were. I think mm-hmm. they were contractually obligated to say it's going to come out in December whenever, what, back in August they released it that way. Oh, I didn't know that. So... They, uh, yeah, yeah they, so that's out now. I have not taken the time to watch it. Maybe that's something we'll do. Probably not tonight, but uh, another night here soon. We've been we've been really amping up the Christmas, Eddie. We've been we've we been going two. higher and higher than we ever have before on Christmas. So we've we'll already find, watched. We'll have to find some that we usually have Friday nights is when we do the the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna have to we're gonna have to squeeze in a little bit more. So other new things that have come out, um, The Right Stuff, which was a new drama there. They just announced this week that WandaVision is coming January 15th, which is Wait. the first Marvel Stop. TV show. Hold up, hold up. January 15th. News. Yeah. Because this is going to be the first Marvel movie since... Uh, this, is, this is the first Spider-Man. Marvel anything since... Spider-Man Far From Home. Because so, we had nothing in 2020. Right. Because they've pushed the series premiere to January 15th, they're, uh, it's official, no new Marvel in 2020. It's like the first time in uh, May. May they time. rest in peace. Mm-hmm, nothing. Nothing. In May all time. of 2020 rest in peace. Eddie, did you see my Instagram today? You didn't because I'm not on you Instagram. are not on Instagram. There is a very special thing that all of us um, and my company got today. Oh yeah, it's Christmas time for you guys. It's Christmas time. I'm just. This That's is why only, you said you had a good Monday. There were there was many reasons to be uh, happy for Monday. <laughs> we got. I I wish I could. Do I have my phone here? 
we got a very special, very small thing today yeah. for Christmas that all of us on uh, that work, a job, I don't know if you can see this. I'm going to try to text it to you. I know this is so riveting for our listening audience. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to text it to you and just get your live uh, feedback right now. Let me see if you, if you can't get that. I might have to send you a photo of it. I just texted it to grab you. My phone. It's an ornament. Is it 2020 on? Oh, it's a dumpster fire. I love it. Yes. <laughs> It is a dumpster fire <laughs> ornament that all of us at our company got, and it's I great. I love it. It's I love the perfect it. ornament for this year, and I thought you'd appreciate that. But anyways, Eddie, is there any other news that we have to talk about before moving into our movie today? Or is there, are those the highlights? Well, there's a lot of other things going on. I mean, Black Beauty came out, and uh, we're supposed to find out. Uh, well, Soul comes out on Christmas Day, so there's some other new things coming out this month. Yes, but there's also a lot of neat things in uh, in development, right? You've got Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, Hawkeye. Which they just announced the full cast for Hawkeye. You can see all that. I used to there's know when mis- all of these movies were going to be coming out, but 2020 has blown that up completely no, and everything's been moved knows. but those are all tv shows so yeah. that's all kind of series like six episode series um but hopefully we find out even this week uh about all of those and some of the dates and they're supposed to announce what are the new um star wars ones like the obi-wan kenobi or the cassian endor series um those are are pretty exciting to see all of those coming out. Are some of the but, new characters from The Mandalorian going to have their own spinoff yes, shows like Ahsoka? Which is really cool. But there's rumors. So there's like a ser- There's a Percy Jackson and the Olympian series. There's a National Treasure series that's apparently wait, in development. Wait, Eddie. Yes. No. Yes. Stop. Is is Nicolas Cage attached? I don't know. I don't know. This is huge news. You buried the lead on this. This is huge. <laughs> this is what I watch every year on 4th of July. I watch one of it's the National It's so Presidents. good. Uh, another series, The Sandlot. They're going to do a Sandlot series. I have. I need to be texting my friend Shane right now. They're going to be doing yes. this. It's crazy. Uh, they're bringing back Darkwing Duck. Whoa. And he's going to get his own animated action adventure comedy and a lead in to today's movie there's a live action mighty ducks series in development for disney plus they're going back to their big roots stuff. big stuff it's big almost stuff. like they have found gold in their old products How, where have they learned this one before i don't know <laughs> Maybe it's going so, to yes. come up in this very episode in a little bit. So this is uh, uh, all a part of there was an announcement made a couple of weeks ago that Disney is actually restructuring the whole production side of their company to have a greater emphasis on Disney Plus. Like they're going to be pushing more and more high quality original content directly to Disney Plus to drive up that um, subscription. Which we all love. 
We all love yeah. it. Which is kind of similar. Um, I don't know if you saw the news. Warner Brothers released that uh, all movies coming out in 2021 will be released on HBO Max and theaters simultaneously. Yep. So like yep. Christmas Day, I think, is when Wonder Woman comes out. You can either go to the theater and see it or watch it on HBO. Makes Max. me a little bit sad because of how much I love the theaters, but it's okay. I do enjoy the Makes fact sense. that 1984 um, uh, Wonder Woman will be in theaters as well. I will. Yeah, have to I think I might sneak out to see back. that because that, that would be fun. That'd be, a, that'd be a good one to see. But I think that's also why Disney Plus is going, okay, we've got to really step up our game. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And you step up your game with a, a Mighty Duck series because as we're about to talk about, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good little franchise they got there. A little, little bit. And franchise is a good word. And I'm glad that it's on the it's on the way back. But no no further talk about everything else. Let us dive headfirst into the Mighty Ducks. Cue the Disneyish sound effect. Okay, IMDb description for this cult classic. Classic. A self-centered Minnesota lawyer is sentenced to community service coaching a ragtag youth hockey team. Ragtag. Pretty good. Basically, yeah. right to the point. No, no fluff, not multiple sentences or whatever. But anyways, Eddie, do you, what was your memories of Mighty Ducks? What 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 do you think about when you were like you know we're about to do Mighty Ducks on the series? What were you thinking? So I immediately go back to snow days. Um, mm, interesting. I don't I don't think kids these days remember snow days because they don't exist anymore. You gotta, <laughs> you know, I feel bad for kids. They it, you know the school gets canceled because of snow and they got to go home and have an e learning day. You know they don't get out of it. Twenty twenty not only destroyed so many industries it also destroyed the snow day the snow day yeah it was kind of on its way out before like 18 and 19 i had heard more and more students like no we don't get snow days we got to do e-learning but now that's just like listen you did a whole school year online you can do a snowy day online <laughs> so but do you remember like that joy when you'd wake up in the morning and it's like Obviously, there's no way you can get to school. It's just so snowed in. And you'd rush in, turn on the TV, and they'd have the little ticker of... Well, of it started May. the night before. It started the night before. You're, sure, always, sure, sure. you're always like, is my school? And you, you couldn't Kinda like call in. You couldn't go to a website or whatever. You just had to wait for the little ticker to go across the screen. Right. Like, and okay, the, my, the my- worst, the worst was so we both went to Bethesda B, right? The worst is when you would turn on the TV and they'd be in the seas. <laughs> the worst. Cause you knew you had to oh, wait the I gotta, whole I gotta way get around. all the way back around. And then you would see the name of your school scroll across and you would just jump up in glee and joy. And I knew the next day, we'd watch Mighty Ducks, <laughs> and I would eat SpaghettiOs. That's that was what we did. It was SpaghettiOs that's the life right there. 
And we and we just had a handful of movies we would watch every snow day. Um, cool Runnings was another one of, of them. Course. We'll get to of that course. here in a little bit. Um, but Mighty Ducks always was on that list. We would watch several, especially at least one of the Mighty Ducks. Uh, so as soon as I'm watching this, I'm I'm getting a little chilly. I got to pull up a blanket. Did you I'm wear? Did you eat spaghettios while you were? While you're I can't I can't eat spaghettis spaghettios That's anymore. Right. They have weed in them. That is unfortunate. Stupid adulthood. Stupid adulthood. No, I I love this film. I, so many, so many definitely has so many iconic moments to it. I, there was a few that I forgot was actually in a future one, so I will try to hold off from like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute, was that in this film when he turned the puck sideways? No, that's in the, that's going to be in a future one. Okay, gotcha. Is this where he breaks his arm? No, no, no. This is when he crashes into the goal. Yeah. yeah. I did. I was doing the same thing. Yep. So I forgot. Just I was trying to write just down all of the iconic characters in this film. The the people that stood out to me, uh, I loved seeing a little uh, Joshua Jackson in there. I know you, yes. I know from Fringe how much you love him in Fringe. I love Joshua Jackson. My aunt is convinced that I look like him. Um, to which I'm like, uh, you know, Aunt Connie, have you seen the hairline? <laughs> no. I guess when I was younger and more hair, but she was convinced of that. Yes, no, I love Joshua Jackson. You know who um, I forgot does not have, he's got a very important role, but he's just not in the v- movie very much, is Hans. Yeah. He's just, he's he's such a beloved character for what a small role he has in the film. Like the amount of screen time he has, I was way under what I remember. I thought he was like in every other non hockey scene, but he wasn't. He's only in a couple scenes in the entire film, but nonetheless, still important. Coach Riley, anytime you get a great yep. bad guy that you absolutely hate, and some of his lines in here, some of the things that he, his <sighs> inspiring one liners. Uh, pop the collar the well oh just constantly popping the collar well he should have been <laughs> counting how many times how many he says it pops. but his thing's like it's not worth playing if you can't win and win, it's not win yeah win win, win win and it's not worth winning so it's not worth playing if you can't win and it's not worth winning if you can't win big. can't win big yeah so many things uh, he also had the line of um yeah if you don't if you if you spoil this game don't don't any of you think about being on the team next year you know yeah. it's like you're gonna start you got over? it all the way to the championship like just because you lose the championship yeah he's so focused yep. on all this fulton reed gotta give a moment just for fulton reed his presence his towering figure in this which makes you wonder he doesn't seem like the same age as the rest of these kids <laughs> 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 this is supposed to be fifth and sixth graders i don't but doesn't one every class Every class has that guy where you're like, really? Did you skip three grades? Because you're not mm. supposed to be in the same grade as <laughs> the same grade <laughs> as us. Uh, which is, it's so funny seeing him as this big, rough and tough guy. Because then, what is it? Sixteen or twenty years later, he's Foggy Nelson in Daredevil. Did you watch any of the Daredevil series? Yeah, yeah. It's a 
complete bl- 180. Totally different. On yeah. the type of character. He goes from this really gruff, supposed to be a big time athlete guy to now in Daredevil as Foggy Nelson. He's the schlubby right hand side to kick of Daredevil who's a a low time lawyer for common common people it's just yeah. funny the and it's like a quick talking it's like complete you cannot totally get different. more opposite characters so far apart but um him him pulling out the suitcase in the in the in the alleyway it, and it just flips itself oh, and closes it and itself closes. it's just great i love that oh yeah did you um there's two west wing references yes so the obvious, you've got Emilio Estevez, mm-hmm. uh, who is Michael Sheen's son. Yep. Because uh, even as we were watching it, Sarah was like, he looks a lot like President Bartlett. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's why. That's, that's kind of why. And then uh, did you recognize the judge who sentences Coach Bombay? George Coe is the actor's name. He portrayed Senator Stackhouse in uh, the West Wing. He pops up a, a couple of times. Anytime there's a West Wing reference, we got to bring it back up. Of course. Of course. That's what we do for you here at the Honey, yep. We Made a Disney podcast. Yes. Yep. No. So, I mean, there's just the iconic and even just the grouping. Uh, I forgot how much I love the the limo driver and how he's got a yep. couple of lines, you know, where he's like shaking the shaking kid, the kid and trying candy. to give him the candy. His huge <laughs> shoulder mount camera to- is a major <laughs> 90s moment. So the 90s obviously are a big character here. Uh, when they visit the the hockey arena, I was. I was taken back by all the uh, advertisements along oh, yeah? the rink. It just took me back to the 90s, like the old Kmart mm-hmm. uh, um, advertisement. And then up in the center of the hockey stadium, like the primary two advertisers or whatever, was Budweiser and Winston cigarettes. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot has changed since then. A 90s. little bit has changed since there. <laughs> But no, yeah, you just kind of feel the the '90s in it so much, which is which yeah. is fun, which is we, very nostalgic. We mi- we miss definitely one of the most lovable characters in this entire in the '90s is uh, Goldberg. Oh yeah, he's which who so also much. also is one of the stars of Heavyweights as well. If you want a great oh. a great little nugget, uh, we, we we'll get to Heavyweights. So Goldberg, when they tie him to the goal, uh, yes, uh, my wife called this. Uh, Immersion therapy is what she what she <laughs> called that. My favorite. He has this great line in that moment where he says, uh, I don't think my mom would approve of this. I think she wants me to at least live to be bar mitzvahed. <laughs> <laughs> and then as as the hockey pucks are starting to fly to him and he's he's like uh he's like something along the lines of like, this is worse than getting circumcised. <laughs> And then when they leave him there afterwards and like, yeah, come on, guys, come you. on, guys. And he's like trying to get out, out after me. Uh, no, his whole his whole mode up front. Of, it almost hit me this time. It's like, Goldberg, you're the goalie. <laughs> Why are you hiding? <laughs> oh, my God. So he, he brings so much, so much fun. I love. 
I love I love oh, Mason yeah. Goldberg. The oh, character yeah. that I want to talk about that makes a complete 180 for me and I w- and I saw way more of this character than I remember from from when I was little was Mr. Ducksworth. Yeah. He comes across as such a heart of gold person in that first first third of the film. Maybe right. just like the opening stuff. He's he's worried for his, for uh Gordon. He's worried he's over overworking himself. He's he's like you you should go help people. So he sent him off to to go do his community service. And then he immediately takes a 180. Like immediately yeah. changes his tune as fast as possible the moment Gordon or no, it really started when that he comes when Gordon comes to him is like, hey, go, hey, uh, Mr. Ducksworth, I think there's a we could really help these kids. Okay, yeah, how much is it going to cost? Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars. Oh my, I can't believe. I'm just like, bro, you're you're a big time lawyer in a major city in Minneapolis. But you like, own you own your own firm. With you own your partners. own firm with multiple yeah. partners. You have to be making so much money. Stupid money, I'm sure. And fifteen thousand—that's where I saw it start to go downhill for me with me and Mister Ducksworth. And then, of course, it comes around. Bombay brings back the the comes in with the dad there, and mm-hmm. they're like, "We need you to remove your plea for this for this student." And but they got the whole the whole thing on the wall, the the jersey on the wall, <laughs> just that whole scene of. It's like, well, I'm going to stick with the kids. I'm like, wow, he just quit his job for these kids he's known for two weeks. Uh, Are you? No, he fired him for the kids. He fired him. Yeah, fired him for the kids. Remember that moment? Are you prepared to lose your job Are for you some f- kids in hockey? To, to fire Are me? For, to for fire some, me? For some kids? I do wonder, like, yeah, I know stuff like that happens, but really over peewee hockey? Seriously? Yeah. I, Both ways. Maybe. Both ways. It seems a little, a little extreme. But it does like, I guess that is the good for the parenting side, the good moral of this movie of it constantly is saying this is the wrong way to do things. And over and over again, people stand up against that, whether it's Charlie standing up against Coach Bombay when he's telling him to fake it, when the parents pull their kids out because they're doing the wrong thing, even when the mom takes the, when they're out of the, pulling them out of the limo when he's on the ice because it's eventually going to crack. Uh, it's just con- but I like uh, I, I just thought it was interesting when he says you may have paid for this jersey sir but you didn't earn it <laughs> I just started you're, laughing you're, n- you're not like, a real a little duck on the nose. you're not a real duck Mr. Duck Mr. Ducksworth eh, Mr. Ducksworth <laughs> so I just wanted to go on my quack, rant quack, quack. I want to go to my rant about Mr. Ducksworth I just forgot how yeah much of a turncoat he was I love the whole group of kids. I mean, the banter of just kind of upper elementary 90s kids is so much fun with, uh, you know, I love Call the, him a cake eater. The cake eater. <laughs> I don't know yes. what that means. What, Eddie, can you educate me on what being a cake eater means? I feel like I need to be Googling this right now. I, I, I have no idea. I'm afraid to Google it, to be honest with you. <laughs> don't. Don't eat. Don't try this. Uh, don't don't go there. At least put a filter on. <laughs> um. So yeah. No. I, and my hold up, hold I, up, Eddie. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, okay. Okay. I just, so you have it. I, I I looked it up. You have. <laughs> oh no. 
Tell me. Cake eater. According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it's slang for an effeminate, party-going dandy. I, I still don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but the fact that they're calling it's him a dandy, dandy makes me so happy. I'm sorry. Party going. A party going, <laughs> effeminate, party going dandy. I feel like I should have my pinky up drinking a something with a with a fruity little the umbrella in it. I don't know. I don't know, but they call him cake sorry. eater. Um and even in one of the cast listings that I saw, it was like it um who's the guy? Yeah, it was like Adam Cake Eater Banks, played by Vincent LaRosso. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I know it was that much that it gets included in the character's name. I love the running gag of <laughs> Shut up, Averman. Shut up. Oh, when he does but he does it. I mean, it's a good, I don't know, four or five times throughout the movie. And just the whole group in unison Shut is up, just Averman. like, Shut up, Averman. <laughs> so good. I just love it. Love it. Love it. Love it so much. All of the different just kind of banter and whatnot of, of the kids. Can you remember another movie that ends with a epic Greyhound bus departure? No. I'm trying to think that, off the top of my head. That was one thing that struck me as watching it the second time. I don't I don't remember like the epic send-off. He goes on off, a Greyhound bus. He goes <laughs> off to rekindle his youth. His joy a, of hockey. His joy of hockey, which he completely forgot about. He's hasn't played hockey in probably 20 years, but you know what? It's his time to go pro. It's his time to do it. And so he, the, but the, the movie ends with just this like Greyhound bus going off into the distance. I'm like, has anybody ever ridden a Greyhound bus? Because the few times that I have, um, I was just thankful to make it out alive. <laughs> you've not, you've not had very many great, what was the $5 bus in college you always used to use? So that's it. Like I used to always do Greyhound out of Chicago and it was Big bus or something? I don't know. What's is sketchy? Sketchy is a good word for it. What's a stronger word than sketchy? I don't know. Super sketch. Greyhound was super sketch. Um, And then (laughs) Mega Bus opened. Mega Bus. Mega Bus. Mega Bus. The big blue and yellow buses. And so I. It was so dirt cheap. I took a couple of those up there. Um, I. Yeah, you could get them for a dollar. They had seats for a dollar. I did a lot of Megabus. They should have named one of those buses after me. Um, <laughs> so, anywho, I just struck me as really odd. It was just like an epic ending. It's not, you know, not an airplane driving off, not like walking onto a hockey rink or anything like that. It's a Greyhound bus. Are we ready to talk about the quacking and the flying V? I iconic moments right like, everybody knows it's when you, when you think it, when you say the flying v it means that immediately everybody if you ever say that if you just in a crowd say the flying v, everybody knows immediately what so, you're talking about right because uh and even you know in this one i forgot that it doesn't come until the very end mm-hmm. of the movie like it's yep. towards the end and so i was thinking i'm like wait 
when's the flying V happening? Is that in the other movie? Is it, you know, what about, when is it? When is it? And then when he calls for it, um, which did you pick up on when he, how he calls for it? No. Um, Maybe I should save this for the how this movie would be made different in 2020. But uh, he says, hey, Oreo line, come over here. And it's a reference. And they said it even earlier in the movie when three kids line up, an African-American kid, a Caucasian kid, an African-American kid. Yeah, that's not and, happening. The 2020 and, and, and the, version. And the guy on the other team is like, what? Are you guys like the Oreo line? Oh, I didn't. And, I didn't. and the first time I heard it, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a little insensitive. And then Coach Bombay says it again when he's like, hey, Oreo line, come on over here. Let's do the flying V. I totally missed that part. Yeah, that's not yeah, happening. That's that's, like, that's coming nowhere near any script, any, any version of the script. No, that's not helpful for anyone. So... <laughs> The flying other V, that, other than that, the flying V is iconic. Uh, it's ducks fly together, you know, yeah. that kind of chant. And it's interesting that uh, Charlie Conway was not in the original flying V. He no. was not on the ice at that time. No, because no. in hockey, you got to do a lot of rotation because, um, man, that wears you out skating that much. Holy cow. Yeah. No, the, qua- um, the quacking, you get a little bit of it when uh, when you first meet. Uh, Mr. Ducksworth it's like oh mm-hmm. that's where the, the name is going mm-hmm. to carry them to a lot of it and he's kind of doing a lot about that and but by the time they start really getting into the, the chanting the quacking when they, when they use the quacking at their principal yeah you just love it. you're like yes this is back they're, they're coming they're come. they're they fought each other but they had to get their system now they're coming back stronger than ever it's they're the a forming team of the team it's they were on a team before and now they're really yeah. gelling into a team. I love it. I love I, I love the quacking. It's the uh it's of the four stages of a team. You have the join, storm, form, and then perform. So you gotta storm, then you can form. Where is this coming from? I feel like you you just used this at like a a trust fall seminar. A trust fall seminar. No, this is actually like documented, like how uh, structuring the uh, the progression of a team. So which part? Which part does the quacking come in? Come in at? Well, so they stormed, right? They uh, we hate now. We hate Bombay, and mm-hmm. we they they kick them kick them out, or they leave the team, or hate whatever. The, yeah, hate the coach yeah, together. Hate yeah, and then they're all mad at each other because Charlie is still a part of it and not. So there's just kind of that storm moment where they're all fighting. And then they realize, no, we need to be a team. And then they quack, 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 quack at their quack. principal. And you make that shift from the storm to the form. And I love that he comes back to talk to the team and like, who do you want to see? Writing, this person, this person, this person, this person. It's like, they're all right here. What do you mean? He goes in there like... I will not quack at the principal. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so yes, they, uh, um, the quacking is so iconic here. Um, and, and I, I kind of like it because it bookends just kind of the story arc, uh, for, for Bombay, because like in his first game, he's just trying to be like his old coach, you know? And it's just like, 
win, 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 you know, and he's trying to get the team and yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. And then at the end, he's got his own, the whole stadium is quacking and it's just go mm. ducks. So, and it's, it's also got a really great moment in the second movie, but we'll have to wait till we get there. Yes. In the next, there's probably 30, even though it's probably two years between, there's probably 30 movies <laughs> between by the time we get there. I just want to make note, appreciated uh, when Charlie's doing the triple deke at the end to to win the game. One of which, I don't know if you noticed this, he's not wearing a helmet. Yeah, that wouldn't be allowed. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how regulation, I don't, actually, the majority of the random pushing kids over, I don't know how regulation a lot of that stuff is in hockey. I'm not totally uh, aware. I'm I'm surprised, JB. You're not up on your Minnesota your 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 Minnesota peewee hockey rules. Like Regulations. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm not up to. I'm not up to par on that. Uh, but so I did. Sad. I did appreciate the very end when he does the triple twist thwash, and then he goes and he doesn't just go straight into the net. He flings it like right off the off the post in. Well, he's got to duplicate. He's got to duplicate it, but in the better better way. I appreciated that little. The little kiss off the off the po- off the post, <laughs> as as they say. Oh goodness! So yes, how then would you rate the Mighty Ducks on a fruit snack star rating scale of one to five fruit snacks? We've been giving this mostly love, mostly love this whole time. I thought about it. Over and over again. Don't know. I don't know. Probably it's probably going to be up in the four range for me. I I don't, I, I don't know that I I I I I enjoyed rewatching it again, but it it was it was it was more it was way more nostalgia than this is an actual amazing story that's mm-hmm. carrying me through. I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. A four. I think it's just a, it's a solid four. It, it, it is a good movie. Yeah. Like there's a reason why it was a huge success that spawned a lot of franchise spinoff. Like it is, it is solid. I think this is a good time to talk about that franchise spinoff, Eddie. Yeah. So can we, we, can we, we end up with a two more movies an animated series on the Disney Channel, which, which let's just let's just real quick explain to everybody. Let, I, I should just read the IMDb for this animated series because and people need to go see some pictures or it's on Disney Plus. You can watch it. We I don't think we you know we are not covering it. Uh, it's not on our movie list. It just looks weird. The Mighty Ducks animated series. A team of humanoid duck ice hockey team slash freedom fighters fight evil <laughs> between games. It's ridiculous. It's like they are they are aliens that come down to earth and they are going to their 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 cover is to play hockey. You had me they at put, humanoid duck. Eddie, right here. They put criminals on ice. Ooh. Just your typical hockey playing crime fighting ducks from outer space. Yeah. That's that's called jumping the shark, everybody. Love um, it though. 
so much fun. But yeah. so the real the one of the best finds <laughs> yes. from this from my from my research leading into this. I I I should have put two and two together that they were connected, but Mighty Ducks, the movie, the franchise, the legacy. The Mighty Ducks NHL hockey team. It's yes. too close. It's too close to not be. It can't just be a coincidence, and it isn't. I just had never taken the time to. You know how you're just sitting there going like, "No, yeah, what? These things have. There has to be a connection between these two things, and there is." In 1993, the movie came out, mm-hmm. and in 1994, Disney launched an NHL team called the Mighty Ducks, and. You need to go right now. If you're listening to this, stop listening. We'll wait till I tell you where to go. But stop listening and search for the opening night, sell like opening night of the franchise when they have their first home game in Anaheim. Eddie, when I you just watched this before we got on, just just watch this. The best way to describe this, uh, I'm on uh, contently is where is the website that I got this from. It's they called it. I'm grimacing <laughs> in pain. It's it's an excessive 15 minute opening ceremony. <laughs> Eddie, can you describe some of what you saw? Well, so oh, I know you didn't I'm get in, the full 15 minutes to I'm fully. In so much pain. So let's just begin with the opening. It opens with. A life-size Lumiere from from the Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast. which would have you know just come out because you know we just covered it, uh, and so they begin with a rendition. Dare I say rendition? I don't know of "Be Our Guest," but they awkwardly change the lyrics to, to be about hockey. To kind of be about hockey, because kind of even then it's just like, and then it kind it's of like turns we'll be the best, we'll be the best, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, yeah, no, this just. But isn't. that's only the first few minutes of this. Oh, 15 and, then you, minute. and then you have that weird Zamboni comes out, and <laughs> Iceman Ice Ice jumps up in his guitars, and then, it just comes. We were trying to figure on, out what. So the dancers, the male dancers, we couldn't figure out what they were doing, what they were wearing. What the theme was supposed to be for them, it it it, it literally went it's on bizarre. for thirteen minutes. It's, it's bizarre. This is before a hockey game, like a professional, right. is supposed to go on. The first, it's it's crazy, but yes, you, it, you know, you know, those hockey players are like what a side of the rink, just what you know, saying words that we should not say on this podcast, probably the. Yes. So in in actuality, this 100% was a marketing stunt by yeah. Disney to try and and even the um the guy running Disney at the time, Michael Eisner, who did not have a very good run um of his time, of his time there. I beg to differ. Beg he to had differ. an amazing run. He did not have a very good ending to his run. Sure. We will agree with that. Sorry. Let me say that. He didn't have a very good ending to his run, um, running, run, running Disney. Uh, but the 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 movie Ninety Ducks 
was his market research to see how into hockey the country was. Hockey was growing at this time. I'm reading some of this from Contently. You can read more about it. But yeah. they used that to then, they decided, for somehow they went from, ooh, people are really into hockey. We should go buy, instead of, we're going to make more hockey movies, which they did, we're going to go buy a hockey team and just try to ride the coattails of that into something. And it lasted not even 10 years and then they sold the team and yeah they didn't on. even buy a hockey team they founded one they started this one started up from the ground from up scratch and did um, it very quickly by the way like yeah. a year to go from yeah. now, obviously it's disney it's and disney. the nhl is they got the money like, we will yes if you want to invest go for it um it's crazy how fast that they got that thing that thing turned around but this wasn't the only one they did it with they did the same thing in baseball with, with Anaheim. With Anaheim, with the Angels, Angels. with Angels in the outfield. I should have yep. put these things together and should have at some point in my life go, you know what? Is this is this based off the movies? Which came first? So in the 90s, and I need to double check here. Um, so what Disney was doing under Michael Eisner. So just to give you a quick, to, to redeem Michael Eisner here. Before he came into the company... They were uh, being green mailed where people came in and started buying up majority stocks and were trying to take over control of the company. And what they were going to do is break apart the Disney company. So you were going to have they were going to sell the parks off to one company. They were going to sell those studios off and they were just going to sell it all off. And Disney would have been no more. Right. So. In a kind of daring move for the first time ever, they brought in an outsider to come lead the Disney company. They bring in Michael Eisner and Frank Wells. And a part of their business strategy was Disney had the most trusted name in entertainment. What other areas of entertainment can we push into? And so they went sports. S so they were trying everything. Yeah, they went every which direction. And a part of this is they tried sports, which eventually led them to buying ABC ESPN. Yep. So even though owning sports teams didn't work out, they did find, no, there is a market for sports entertainment. And they went more down the, the they went down the road of ESPN. Yep. Which we all agree would be really good. And when he left Disney in 2005. Yeah, he had done some crazy things and it was kind of a, a, a quick exit, but the company was financially sound, which then led them into the next few years where they just exploded and became the juggernaut that we know them to be today. Yep. Yep. And so that's where I give Michael Eisner a little bit of love here, even though he did have some crazy ideas like... <laughs> Owning a hockey team yep. just to promote your movie. And neither of which they they do they do not own the Angels and they do not own the Mighty Ducks. And actually it's not sure. even the Mighty Ducks anymore. It's just the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks of Anaheim, whatever. Uh Eddie, any there's not some of our normal questions that we like to ask. Uh what if their parent we only get one parent in this entire Well no, there's two. Never mind. There's, there, yeah, there, there's you got two, the dad. Got the good dad um for the uh -huh. for his two boys. Which he's actually one of my favorites. When I went he's back good. and rewatched all that, yeah, he's just a lot of fun. And he, yeah. he steps in when they've gone too far. Yeah, he's there to this help. This isn't them. what I've given my given up my overtime pay for. You know? Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, then we get the good. mom, which there's definitely some creepy stuff with uh, um, Charlie Him trying to hook his Charlie mom up. trying yep. to hook 
uh, Bombay up with his mom, <laughs> like immediately after saying he's sorry. It's just, it's just yeah. like, there's some weird, probably need a little bit more time to, to warm up here. Maybe a little bit more time. <laughs> it's a 90 minute runtime though. Come on. We got to make some love here. Gotta, literally didn't mean that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> love story. Yep. Um, so how would they make this movie different in 2020? We've mentioned earlier, maybe no Oreo line. It's not going to happen yes. ever. Uh, any other things that you could see them doing differently in uh, 2020? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I honestly don't think so. I think it really could just shift forward really, really quite well. I mean, of course, you're going to have your natural changes of just kind of... Um, uh, styles and whatnot, but I think a lot of the story could just kind of shift forward. Think they're choosing a different sport. You you think it's probably soccer? Yes, probably football. I don't, I, I don't know. A... I don't know that. I don't know that. Uh, I'm looking for one has... of my soccer scarves, and they're not right here. They're usually right here. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that hockey is the uh, sport of choice for. This one, this is true because I mean the movie came out in um, ninety. What where are we at? Ninety three, yeah. and um, Major League Soccer didn't launch in the United States until ninety five. It was a little, little, little too early. Yeah. The um, my wife actually has another contribution. Not only did she uh, coin. She has many contributions. She's got some great contributions. This one, the the, the first one was saying that Goldberg was getting immersion therapy. She was on a roll this time. Yeah. She also uh, is providing, this is basically close to word for word what she said, for the unintended moral consequence Mm -hmm. of this uh, this movie. Pretty, pretty, pretty great. If you're good enough at your job, you can drink and drive and commit reckless endangerment, and they will let you off for a little community service and a private limo driver. That's the unintended moral consequence of this film. I did kind of wonder, like, uh, this is pretty... Yeah, this is a pretty serious offense. I somehow yeah. I have a feeling it wouldn't be this light. And, and yeah. that's also... That's why the... it's only getting a four to five, everybody. Every other moral thing was good, except for that. <laughs> But Ducksworth, you were talking about how he's actually a shady character. Like, he's the one that worked out that deal. Like, Bombay would have had a... He would have had uh, jail time. Yeah, he would have had stronger consequences. But Ducksworth's like, hey, I went and I talked to the judge for you. So Which like, is pretty blatantly, like, drinking. The, like, that was also a 90s <laughs> feel. It's like, he's drinking in a, a giant bottle. I don't even know if drunks drink open bottles in their cars now. But. Well, he's, and I think it was like an open glass bottle of beer, you know, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was an odd thing. It was an yeah, odd So that's my, that's my, that's the, uh, my wife brings uh good job. The uh, unintended moral consequence of this film. Do you have any dad tips for us? Uh, yes, I would also agree that teaching your kids to fake injuries. Yeah. One is obviously not a good um um oh sorry telling your kids to fake an injury for uh your to win the game or it's it one it's obviously not right we would not want them to do that that's not a good thing to teach your kid but also i don't want to watch that game 
of kids just fake. I already hate it when professional athletes fake injuries and fake getting hurt, in, yeah. especially in soccer and the NBA. I yeah. hate that. No, this stuff. is this is why I can't watch like Latin American leagues of soccer because they flop so bad. Yep. And they they learned that in the MLS, like because they started kind of doing some of all that, and American fans had no patience for it. And so like MLS, you do not flop. It, it's bad. I I so yeah, that. I'm sorry. I know that morally that should have been the, but I honestly can't stand watching sports that yeah. just people flop. It's, it's the most annoying thing in the world. So yes, that would be my dad tip is do not teach your kids to flop because no one wants to watch that. It's just not, it's just not good sports. No, no. So, uh, question. I, I, uh, I, what is our mighty ducks question? We've, we've already got one question of whether people, approve or disapprove of the new Mickey Mouse shorts <laughs> I, that I'm going to win. Uh, Mighty Ducks here. Would would you would you quote unquote you lose got, your job for uh, Pee Wee Hockey? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, so would to do what's right for Pee Wee Hockey. Uh, I would also say that another question would be it with the game on the line, mm. which, which meth, which, which play would you call as a, as if you were coach Bombay, would you call the, uh, ice skating, uh, brother and sister duo to do the spinorama? That's so good. Would you have Fulton pull up from half ice and and launch it home would you do the statue of liberty which one's the statue of liberty where fulton fakes it oh the the fake the option yeah. for that yeah. for that one that, so he doesn't have to that, actually hit it they call that the the statue of liberty that's play. right would you double deke it double deke double your deke. way with a little Number back four. a little back and forth or would you do the flying v the flying bee. So we got two two poll questions. Which call would you would you make as uh, Coach Bombay? And also, would you quit your job to do what's right for Pee Wee Hockey? Those are yes. our questions for. Oh, we and also even, Mickey Mouse shorts. No, Mickey. we won't even do that one because you're just going to lose. I'm sure, miserably yeah, you're so you're so confident you're going to win. You're going to win it, that. Eddie, what is our next movie we're going to be doing? <gasps> our next movie, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, I was just I was just inadvertently in a YouTube research spiral. And uh, I watched a video that had to do with one of the main characters of this. Make Our next way w- for the next movie. Aladdin. Aladdin. Yes. I, I do say it with a smile on my face. I, I enjoy Aladdin. So that's what we will be looking at in our next episode. So if you would like to watch it and listen and enjoy it with us, uh, you have been forewarned. You've been forewarned. So excited. We are on a good run. We've gotten out of some of the 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 dark hits, the 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 cult <laughs> hits, uh the wild wild hearts can't be broken. And we're we're on to a nice little little run right here. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. And I think, Eddie, we're going to have, we were going to be right in time for a good Christmas movie for we the are. week of Christmas. So 
stay tuned. And that wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. <laughs> it was, but it was perfect the way it landed. It's going to be great. You're going to, you will appreciate. I think yeah. it's going to come out on New Year's, on Christmas Eve too. So you're going to have some great stuff uh, to listen to uh, today, next week, and the week after, and the rest of this time. Because obviously, even if it's a cult classic, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make you, yep. we're going to give you Enjoy. so much joy. But Eddie, I gotta run. I gotta lace lace up my uh my hockey my hockey skates. So I gotta go find. I did actually was such a big Mighty Ducks fan that I got rollerblades and street hockey gear. Um, so I'm gonna go see if I can find that from my childhood. Nice.